You're out of here! That's what I say to the Cleveland Browns. That's it. You're out of here. Boys and girls, welcome to the cockpit. My name is Ryan. I will be your pilot tonight. I am oh so excited to have you in here. If you're just on your way in, make sure you hit that like button. Always appreciated. The Jets shocked the Browns 31 to 30. I can't wait to get into your phone calls. We're going to do this the same way we do it every Monday night. We are going to take calls starting at 8.30. I can't wait to hear your reactions. Until then, I will give you some of my thoughts uh, after having a day to kind of digest everything and, and figure stuff out. Uh, but before we do that, I have to do a little bit of paying some bills. So boys and girls, fantasy football draft season is right around the corner. CeeDee Lamb is good, but have you seen these beautiful balls? It's time to get your snake looking right for this snake draft with the sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming have created a championship lineup with their performance package 4.0. Join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for kickoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with promo code JETSTALK. So if you want to support the channel, get yourself some nice, clean-smelling balls, uh, make sure you head over to Manscaped. They got some great stuff. Uh, I've actually been rocking the deodorant and it's kind of nice. I just worked from like 5.30 this morning till just now and I'm <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, but yeah, guys, lots of stuff that we can go over. We've got uh, the Jets winning in spectacular fashion. Garrett Wilson has a huge day. What do you have, like 102 yards? I think it was 102 yards. Is that right? 102 yards, two touchdowns. Corey Davis drops 83 yards and a touchdown. One monster uh, reception on a blown coverage by the Browns. Joe Flacco has himself a cool 307 yards again. It's two weeks in a row. This week, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. He did have the one fumble uh, by way of Jadavian Clowney coming off the right-hand side on Max Mitchell. So let me... Uh, Let's go through the position groups one by one. I'll kind of give you some of my thoughts uh, on everything. Defensively, I thought for the most part we played really well. This is kind of a, um, a an extension of what we saw week one. Now, I know people are going to get frustrated. We're not seeing the 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 blitzing or the sacks that you want to see. We I think we only had did we just have one? I think it was just the Carl Lawson one. Um, but look at the two teams we faced. We faced the Baltimore Ravens and we faced the Cleveland Browns, two teams that arguably have like top five rushing offenses. And we were playing from a losing perspective. Like when teams are winning, they're going to run the ball. They're going to try and run out the clock, thus not allowing us to have many pass rush opportunities. Now, Chubb and Hunt absolutely, absolutely tore us up yesterday. And Chubb, Luckily, with a minute and 55 seconds left, decided to score a touchdown. And it's hard in that like fraction of a second to really make the decision. But the coaches should have got on him and said, hey, make sure you fall before the uh, the goal line. Stop at the one, because that gave the Jets an opportunity to win this game. If he had fallen down, the Browns run out the clock with three kneels because the Jets did not have any timeouts to speak of. Now, the Jets got a quick score from Joe Flacco, and then they recover the onside kick, and it's, like, insane, because what is it, like, a 5% chance of of possibly getting the uh, the onside kick? 
Shocking. So many things had to happen <laughs> for that to actually fall into place. And Browns fans were pissed. It was great watching the the reaction of the Browns fans on the on the screen just made me feel so good. I don't know if you guys saw the picture of they made like a Deshaun Watson kind of monument. Not really. It was just fans in the parking lot. It was a guy laying on his back on a massage table with, um, you know, let's call him uh, at full mast <laughs> with some shorts on. Uh, and the picture is great because the Browns are 0 and 1 since <laughs> having that picture taken. Oh, it's just so great. Screw him, right? Uh, if it were any other team, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd be as salty, maybe a division rival, but, uh, really felt good to get this one for sure. Uh, so aside from the running game, having, have some, having some real success, we saw some more issues in the screen game. We, we still are having issues covering the screen. And I think if we had seen JK Dobbins week one, we would have run into similar issues with Baltimore. Granted the weather kind of aided in the uh, lack of some of the explosiveness that some of Lamar Jackson kind of brings to the game. But secondary-wise, I thought we played relatively well. Amari Cooper is a serious target, and I think him only being targeted, I think it was four times the week prior, and them going back and watching tape and saying, oh, wow, Amari Cooper's open all the time, gave them the confidence to really be able to, to utilize him a little more frequently this week than he was utilized last week. Now, I did hear in the Robert Sala interview that Sauce is to blame for the uh, the blown coverage assignment on the the one touchdown between him and Joyner. Um, Sauce made the the wrong, you know, made made a rookie mistake. It's okay. It's gonna happen. Now, I when I look at like, okay, did Sauce give up a touchdown? Technically, yes, but from a skill like man on man competition point of view. I'm not really counting this one against sauce. Um, you know, it's because of, of sauce, but not the, I don't think he was beat from a physical perspective. I think it's, you know, a mental error, which I can rationalize a little bit easier than, than maybe just getting beat. But I think he continued to play well. They called a touchdown on him initially. The, I think it was the play before. Is that right? I think it was the play before. Uh, clearly not a touchdown, which is super infuriating because the Jets wound up losing a challenge on third down the drive before it was the, I think it was the drive before with the Conklin reception on third down and his foot was like clearly in bounds and they, they're just like, well, I guess not clearly because they called it incomplete, which is really, really frustrating. And to have them say like, oh no, no, no we're going to do a booth review. Uh, for the touchdown because like, you know, whatever. What if that was too close and the play stood? I'd be losing my mind. Well, not really losing my mind because they wound up scoring anyway, but you know what I'm, I'm trying to get at here. Uh, Eccles came in, had an, a few nice stops, uh, played well in relief of Ahmad Sauce Gardner when he came out with a little bit of uh, what appeared to be a head, not concussion, but just kind of a stinger. Um, so I thought he played, played pretty well in that little short blip that we got him, uh, NY Jets tales. I do see your super chat. I will get to it in just a second. I just want to rattle off some more thoughts that I have, uh, special teams wise. What a turnaround, hundred percent turnaround here. Zerline kicks a 57 yard field goal, which would have been good from like 60 plus, uh, really liked that good conditions for him to to connect on that. I don't believe Pinheiro makes that kick if he's on this team. 
Uh, Braden Mann has himself a few good punts and also had himself a nice fourth down conversion, throwing a 17-yard pass to Jeff Smith to keep a drive alive. And then he had the oh-so-important onside kick after the Corey Davis touchdown that allowed the Jets the opportunity to score and go on to win the game. So I have to say I love, 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 love some man. <laughs> Today is it is absolutely awesome to to see that happen. And the minute we got that onside kick, I was like, there's no way the Jets are losing. Like that was the hardest part. The Jets were driving down the field on the Browns every possession. You know, we would have even had more had uh had Flacco not been hit and fumbled the ball as well in the in the red zone. So the Jets really played well overall. Running back-wise, I thought Michael Carter and Brees Hall both had, you know, solid days, nothing overly crazy. Flacco and the offensive, like, wide receivers, I thought were really, really shining. Conklin, I'm a little down on Conklin right now. He's got two fumbles in two weeks. Um, the talent's there. I really like him. But I have to say I'm a little bit down on him right now. Ruckert had a ball that was just kind of out of reach of him. Should have kind of made the catch, did get a little bit of uh, some hands on it. I think in that position, you do have to to make that catch there. Garrett Wilson. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Could this guy have exploded onto the scene in a cooler way? I was so worried that I was that he was going to be the reason, not the reason we lost, but the reason we couldn't come back when he had that third down, third and four drop just hit him right in the hands, tried to make a move before he caught the ball the whole way. Um, and that was, that was, that would have crushed me because he had a good game up to that point. I was like, man, really, that's going to be the bitter taste that's left in our mouths. And then he comes back and he scores the game winning touchdown. Dude is legit in front of the Ohio fans. Remember he went to Ohio state. So it is nice to kind of see him get that little bit of a, uh, a nod there. Overall, really, really like this. I think the players fought, to the bitter end, I think Joe Douglas has this team playing hard. These guys believe they can win any game. That's what's nice. Like that, you're starting to see some of the talent that is on this team. And I think the pass rush, once we're able to kind of play with a little bit more of a lead or play with teams that aren't so run heavy, I think you're going to see it even uh, even better as we we start start to move on through this uh, regular season. Uh, NY Jets Tales says, can we give Park some credit to start tonight without his heads up play, keeping the ball in bounds during an onside kick? We would have lost. Go Jets. Yes. Parks had a great play to tap that ball back in bounds. Hardy winds up recovering it. Hardy has been awesome. And then even Ashton Davis, like the one defensive play this dude is on, he winds up getting the interception to seal the game. Absolutely love it. Ashton Davis. I see why they kept him on the field or kept him on the team. I was one that thought he, you know, could have been cut, especially for someone like maybe like Pinnock. Now, I would have understood if like maybe Parks wasn't kept and they kept Pinnock and Davis, but uh, Davis had himself the interception. Parks kept it in bounds. Hardy recovers the onside kick across the board. Just just awesome all the way around. And we would not have won if it were not for any of the efforts of those guys uh, right there. Fawn says, if Corey Davis drops that wide open touchdown, he would be traded. That was, I'm not going to lie. Anytime I see a, a wide open throw like that, I just panic. It's like, oh, please just catch it. Please just have an accurate throw. Like everything about it. Like, like what if Flacco had another like 
errant throw and it went out of bounds or something like that. Like there's so many, not so many things that could have gone wrong because at least you didn't have a defender possibly breaking up the pass. But yeah, dude, I my, I, I held my breath. <laughs> I held my breath and I was, you know, a little concerned there. Uh, Disregard Papa says, opinion on O-line during the Browns game, yay or nay? Um, we still have trouble on the left-hand side. I'm, I'm still, I haven't watched any full videos on Tomlinson yet, but I can tell he seems to be struggling a little bit. Fant got beat by a better edge rusher. And I, you could tell they tried to give him a little bit of help. There was one sack on Flacco where like Tomlinson went right, Fant went right, Carter went right, and Garrett just like hit Flacco without being blocked. That was totally wacky. So that was kind of irritating. What pisses me off more than anything else is the the self-inflicted wounds from the offensive line. Like I'm fine with Mitchell getting beat by Jadavian Clowney and having a strip sack. Like that's going to happen. It, it, you know, those guys are really, really good. And this is a, a fourth round rookie. But what I don't like seeing is Connor McGovern having two back to, not back to back, but two penalties where he is down the field too far and you're just shooting us in the foot. And I want to say there was another offensive line penalty that also kind of drove me bananas. Basically, anytime you have a false start or a, you know, ineligible, I, I keep calling it an eligible offensive lineman downfield, but I think there's another word for that. <laughs> I keep screwing it up. Um, so overall, I do think this offensive line is going to start to gel as we continue to go. And I do think the Bengals and the Steelers provide better matchups than the Ravens or the Browns because of the defensive lines that they're going up against. Um, so some of my thoughts there. Uh, what else are you guys talking about in here? Uh, Zachary says, what do people think about what Fields said? I have no idea what Fields said. Let me know. Uh, let me know what he said. I'm, I'm interested. Um, Steven says the Browns secondary didn't even run after Davis when he caught it. Oh, dude, that defensive coordinator has got to be steaming because that was like that ball went up and they're like, oh, you know, this game's over. It doesn't really matter. Like their safety, whoever it was, Delpit or or whoever, just starts like a light jog to try and like look like he's in the frame. Like that looks terrible, dude. Dude, you tackle him like the Jets couldn't. The Jets needed a fast score. Like there, everything that happened was just like, okay, we need Chubb to score. We need to uh, get the ball back and score fast, which we did. Uh, okay, now we need the onside kick. Oh man, we got the onside kick. Now we have to drive <laughs> like a minute and 13 seconds or whatever. I don't even remember how much time was left. I think it was like a minute 13. With, would we have no timeouts? and score a touchdown, and make the extra point, and stop them <laughs> from getting into field goal range. Dude, so much needed to go right for the Jets to wind up winning this game, and it all fell into place, and it's nice just to not be on that end of the, uh, or on the wrong end of the uh, the loss. David brings up a great point. Props to Mitchell's heads-up play, jumping on Conklin fumble. Yeah, that was massive. Could you imagine them getting the ball inside, like, what was it, the 10-yard line? Huge heads up play. Always run to the ball. Always run to the ball. That's the reason the Browns gave up that touchdown to Corey Davis, and it's the reason Mitchell got the uh, 
got that fumble recovery. It was really nice to see there. Um, Toreen says, I like the Eagles. They almost did it last season. See if I can double screen and uh, think they'll come on in a little bit. Uh, yeah, so you're going to watch the game tonight. I have to figure out uh, how to pull it up. I got to pull it up on my computer over here so I can wind up watching that. <laughs> the, best, the refs were paid off. Ah, no, nah, Jets wound up winning. I'm okay. Lou says, we're going to come out straight fire at home this week. Yeah, we are going to come out swinging. Now, the only thing that I don't love is that the Bengals are coming off two depressing losses, so they're going to be really pissed off. But I do think the Jets uh, are a, not a really good team, but I do think the Jets can beat the Bengals. Like the Bengals, if I have seen anything these first two weeks, they seem like they can be beat. The Jets beat them last year, uh, but maybe they're trying to get a little bit of uh, payback for that as well. Uh, so you just got to keep grinding, keep grinding, and stack those good days of practice. Muttvile says, can Flacco repeat the same performance as he did against the Bengals? Uh, he did not play against the Bengals. He sat on the bench. It was Mike White. So, can he repeat? Probably not. Um... Marcus Metcalf says Max Mitchell should be locked in at right tackle. I'm very happy that we're going to see a lot of this throughout the uh, throughout Sunday or not well, multiple Sundays throughout the entire season, because ideally you want to come to the end of this year and say, OK, right tackle is figured out. We got this on lock. Absolutely awesome. I like the upside that Max Mitchell provides for us. Uh, so I'm hoping he is really the uh, the guy. Zachary Burner had said, uh, you're talking about the Justin Fields thing. It hurts more in the locker room. It hurts more in the locker room than for Bears fans. They ain't putting in any work. Ooh, that's not a good, not a good quote. Bad quote. The guys that buy season tickets, pay for the jerseys, spend all that time and money when they could be spending it with other teams and other sports. You never take a shot at the fans. That's a bad look for Justin Fields. Do not like that. I'd be very upset if our guys said something like that. Um, Rex Ryan said he made the same mistake with Sean Green that Chubb did uh, versus the Patriots in the playoff game. So Sean Green, if he had dropped and taken a knee... I think we run out the clock, but we wound up scoring a touchdown. So that actually could have bit us in the butt. That was back in 2010, 11, 10, January of 11, something like that. Let's see. Muttvile says Lawson is going to get three to four sacks. Uh, and I was talking about Flacco repeat what he did last week. Oh, repeat last week with the Browns for the Bengal game. That's what he's trying to say. That makes sense. Wash, rinse, repeat. I'll sign up for the same exact thing. We get four touchdowns for beating the Bengals. Um, so fingers crossed. The nice thing is between all the teams, like, like Mixon's really good and he can provide a lot of value in the screen game that's going to cause us a lot of headaches. 
but I think there's going to be a little extra motivation factor with loss and trying to get some sacks against his former team, as well as Burrow just not being super mobile anyway. So, you know, not that he's a statue, but he's going to be a little bit easier to take down than I think the offensive line versus the Browns or Lamar Jackson when you're trying to contain uh, a lot of the running. So I do, uh, I do like that. Nose kills. Thank you. Says, been listening to Browns YouTubers. Corey Davis blown coverage was their veteran cornerback getting the play call wrong was cover three. He played cover two. Nobody told Chubb to kneel. Fans calling for coaches heads. Dude, Browns fans are so mad. I have no idea like if there's any. I'm sure there are some Browns YouTubers now. When I first started doing YouTube, like or actually for the first three or four years, um, I couldn't find a Browns YouTuber. So it was like, ah, who am I going to collab with? Um, but yeah, if they're if they're irritated, dude, makes sense. Absolutely, uh, I would be pissed too. Now, I don't want to be calling for anyone's head, but when you have a 99.9% chance of winning and you blow it like that, makes me feel pretty good. Boogie Down Bronx says, hey, Ryan. Love that the Jets won and how they won, but to keep things in perspective, our defense was not good. Too much talent to play that way. Um, you know, I'm Cooper is really good. Um, I think he's gonna get his catches. Like, there's only so much you can really do with Cooper. Chubb and Hunt legitimately may be the best tandem in the NFL at running back. So when you're looking at our linebackers and some of the speed, like Quan Alexander, it is so great that we wound up bringing him in. CJ Mosley playing pretty well. Uh, Quincy Williams still making some boneheaded, some boneheaded penalties that just want to make you like, uh, I don't even know. It's just really, really frustrating. And I do think safety is still an issue. Like I don't want to see Joyner out there. I'd rather lose with Davis than I don't want to say lose with Davis. I'd rather have Davis out there and go through the growing pains than have Joyner out there and like, you know, whiffing on coverages and stuff like that. Like for me, the reps mean more um, than the vet experience right now because we have some other vets on the in the secondary. Um, Defensive-wise, look, I like our edge rush. I think our edge rush is going to be good. We just haven't had an opportunity to pin our ears back. And when we needed a third down sack, Lawson pushed the left tackle straight back and got to Brissett, and that's exactly what I want to see. So I, I think we are right there. Everaldo says, can you dig it? <laughs> yes, yes, I can. Uh, it's absolutely great. Absolutely great. Boys and girls, we got three minutes before we go to the phone lines. Got a few things to talk about. We can talk about the Jets shocking the Browns, which should absolutely be the main topic of today. I want to hear your reactions. How are you feeling about Garrett Wilson? And what should we expect for Jets Bengals? You're going to wind up getting three minutes on the clock. And after three minutes... That's it! You're out of here! That's right. That's it. You're out of here. Um, so nothing, uh, nothing too crazy. Uh, what else are you guys talking about in here? Man, I am sweating like a dog. <laughs> my head. So get this. I'm working at the course today, and we 
have to do what's known as a clean pick. You got to get all the golf balls off the course. And over the course of the season, when it rains and things like that, and the picker drives over top of golf balls, it pushes the ball into the dirt. So you get like hundreds of balls, like just below the surface that you can't pick up with the picker. So you got to go around. I've actually got a blister on my hand for it. Can you see it? Yeah, you can't see that. Bam, blister. Um, Take screwdrivers and you pop the balls out of the ground and you got to, you know, clean them and everything. But, oh man, dude, that sucked. (laughs) Like two hours of my day today was literally popping golf balls out of dirt. Uh, Not fun. Definitely uh, a long, long day for uh, the pilot over here. Um, let's see. James Bernard says, hopefully we can win against the Bengals and the Steelers and go three and one against the AFC North. That feels very attainable right now, um, because we're kind of riding that high of the Browns game. And also because of the way the Bengals have started the season and because TJ Watt is not playing for the Steelers. Steelers are still a very tough team, but doesn't it get you like a little salty that the Jets played well enough to win had they not blown a big coverage to Bateman in week one, then he could have potentially gone. Imagine saying like, oh, we're going to go 0-9 from Brady Quinn, you know, to start the season. Then Jets really could have like, depending on how things shake out, we might have a pretty decent start to the season. Fingers crossed. Don't count your chickens before they hatch because that would be terrible. Nosekill says, Matt O'Leary was visiting a Browns YouTube's tubers channel last week the guy was less smug after the games <laughs> seemed like a good channel though uh no skills let me know what the channel is because i'm interested to to kind of see i i try to follow a bunch of other teams youtubers because anytime there's insight on a team that we're about to play i always kind of take a peek over there um i know a, a bunch of guys do that with this channel we have a bunch of non-jet fans that do tune in uh, i know there's a few bears fans in there too Seen them pop in from time to time. Sean, what's up? Thank you for the super chat. Says, this might just be me, but Davis not sprinting into the end zone on that play bothered me. We were down and those seconds could have really mattered. You know what? I, You're right. I didn't really think of the extra seconds. He probably, you know, could have saved two or three seconds there with like the little trot that he did. But at the same time, you know, I'm not really gonna give him too much flack. <laughs> For that, I really did. Uh, Just the fact that we got the touchdown. Love it. Absolutely love it. But yeah, got to play smart. Um, Okay. Let's see. Let's open up the phone lines. Hopefully I have this all queued up the correct way. Phone number is almost on the screen. What do we got? Call in phone number is on the screen. Let's see who we got. From James. <clears throat> to accept, press one. To- James, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, I wanted to talk about something completely not involving yesterday's game. Ooh, fire away. Uh, the rookie uh, number 72. God, his name won't come to me. Michael Clemens. The big guy. Yeah, Clemens. Mm-hmm. Did you notice in the last preseason game he took the he took out the Giants backup quarterback? Oh yeah, they in week one against the Ravens. He took out their starting tackle. Oh man, the, the dude's game. a heat-seeking missile. Like he is an aggressive son of a bitch. He's so big and he's so. I mean, he just 
I know he's not supposed to root for injuries, but he's, he's taken players out, and by doing that, he makes our chances to win better. I it's, really, I love watching him. I don't know what it is. It's just something about this guy. Dude, I his his motor him. moves 100 miles an hour. He's so fun to watch. And I, I never root for injury, but I definitely root for him hitting players so hard. I they, they want to think about maybe not playing the next down. That's always how I word it. It's like, you know what? Don't wish for injury, but I want you to think about that hit that he just gave you. And that when he like knocked the shit out of Tyrod Taylor... Oh man, I'm I'm hoping he can lay a lick on some of these quarterbacks throughout the course of this season, like the starters. I'm looking forward to the game uh, this week because mm-hmm. I really want to see what the D line can do against a team with no offensive line. Yeah, that's huge, and and especially like a not so mobile quarterback. Like as far as young quarterbacks go, Burrow is probably the closest thing we've seen to like a sort of statue. I'm looking forward to Zach coming back because you're really going to find out this year if he's mm-hmm. quarterback or not. And I really think he has talent. Mm-hmm. I think he needs to learn how to throw the touch passes mm-hmm. you know, a little bit better and not throw everything you know, 60 miles an hour when the guy's five yards away from him. Oh, but absolutely. If he can learn that, I think he can be a stud. He's, the kid's got a ton of talent. Yeah, I mean, anyway, you, that's it. Well, you I'll think about, you yeah, let's talk. You got 50 seconds. It's all right. Don't you worry. I Look, I want to see Zach come back because I think you're absolutely right. I think having the uh, the little touch passes, that's something you need to be able to do with reps. And when Zach Wilson is hurt and he's not playing, you need the reps. Now, Garrett Wilson was the one that came out and said, Joe Flacco has some really nice touch on the ball. He just knows how to take a little bit of zip off of it. He's not throwing everything 110%, you know, every time. So... You know, I, I am a little curious to see if if Flacco has a really good next week and possibly a good week against the Steelers, depending on when Zach is is on pace to come back. It's it's going to be interesting to see just how the team reacts. Like, do you? I mean, I feel like you should pull Flacco because you got to figure out what you have in Zach. But man, if Flacco's playing well, it's going to be hard to justify that for the rest of the guys. Brother, thank you so much for the call. You have been ejected from the cockpit. Who we got? Call from. Hulk smash. What's good, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. What's going on, Ryan? How you feeling? How you doing, brother? I'm doing so well. Jets won yesterday. How you feeling? Oh, that was the best win ever, man. That was that was the best win I've seen since 2015 against the Patriots in overtime. A hundred percent. That that is absolutely where I would go with that as well. The same amount of energy and like excitement, right there. Excitement. Excitement was an understatement. That, uh, like I, I, like I know that 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 Corey Davis touchdown pass was a good one, but that that Garrett Wilson touch seal the game touchdown catch was the best thing I've ever seen. As Dude, a rookie, uh, Garrett Wilson is rookie. such a stud. Game in the league and he balls out. Dude, this is I'm excited. Like even just some of like the little nuances, like between him and Elijah Moore, we've got a pair of like really young wide receivers that are going to cause teams a ton of headaches. Yes, because as soon as as soon as they tried to cover Garrett Wilson, the first thing that, that Flacco did was went straight to Elijah Moore. Oh yeah, hundred percent. No, and Elijah Moore's just got that little bit of I don't know if it's touch or like finesse in his game. Where he is just so shifty. You see him across, like on the sideline, not on the sideline, but along the sideline, toe tapping. Uh, the guy's beautiful yeah, routes. It was a, 
yesterday's win was a thing. I mean, I know it wasn't the prettiest win, but that the way we won and the fashion that we won was a thing of beauty. Oh, oh, those Browns tears was so delicious. Oh, oh dude, you could just drink. Pour me a whole glass of Browns tears right in my right in my oh. beer. I will chug it. Oh, please. <laughs> but I just dude. wanted to talk to you about that, man. Yo, yo we're going to enjoy this one, and we're going to see how you know how we do against the Bengals, man. Talk to you Hell- later. Hell yeah, brother. Thank you so much for the call. You already know, man. You're out of here! <laughs> oh, God. I love the excitement. It really makes me feel good. This fan base has needed this. We have needed the excitement, and it just hasn't been there because it just feels like we had Adam Gase for two years. Then we had such a young team last year. We got a young team this year, but you have the opportunity to see these guys grow and learn. From Chad. Chad, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Ryan, what's going on, man? We got it done. Ah, dude, it feels so good. Like, it's nice to have a victory Sunday or a victory Monday where you can, like, go into work, talk shit about my coworker, Browns fan. Oh, he got it today. Yes, sir. We deserved it, man. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, I have a, a bone to pick with these Browns fans. Yeah, you shoot. You can see some of their reaction. The, the way they talk about us is as if they were the 85 Bears or mm-hmm. the 2000 uh, Rams' greatest show on turf. Let me just uh, ramble off some facts. 0-16 season in 2017. They finally made their playoffs in 2020 after an 18-year drought. Six different head coaches in the last 10 years. Never won a Super Bowl. Last time they uh, won a playoff game was 1995 against the Patriots. So kudos to them. Thank you. <laughs> against uh, a Brady-less team. He was in college. A freshman in college. Mm-hmm. So I say all this to say put the elf back on the shelf. Because... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, day, oh man, I wish I had thought of that. That would have been the lead into my fucking show yesterday. <laughs> I that was really great. That, that was a great one. I mean, we've been on the other end of that so many times year after mm-hmm. year. It, it was great, man. We deserve it, everybody. You know, we, we've seen so much. And to get a win that way, I mean, there's no greater feeling. And, and the, the funny thing about it is this week coming up, Mm-hmm. the Browns are going to have to be rooting for us against the Bengals, so that makes it even better. <laughs> oh, that makes it so sweet. I can't tell you how many people I saw in the chat and like even just text me like, yo, dude, I turned the game off after it went to 30-17. to 17. I was like, why would you do that? You can't do Every second counts. And I'm sitting there, yeah. and Becca's like feeding Shay like on the couch. Bali, my dog, is mm-hmm. sleeping on the pillow. And like I just yeah. start jumping up. And I was like, oh, my God, Corey Davis scored a touchdown. <laughs> like, we got a shot. <laughs> it's, not, it's a little oh, shot, but we got a shot. It was definitely a miracle, you know. I'm not gonna lie, you know. Oh yeah, no, you, you yeah, can't bank on that happening, but yeah. And uh, so let's see what happens this week. I mean, uh, three keys: pass rush, pass rush, pass rush. The Bengals line is tenuous, mm-hmm. uh, so we have a chance to uh, you know really get after uh, Joe Burrow. Yeah, hundred percent. If you can make him feel uncomfortable and you can lock down Jamar Chase, I would love to see Sauce follow Jamar the entire day. Like, that is their key weapon to pay attention to. And then I want Quan Alexander to just shadow Joe Mixon the entire day. And I think if you can eliminate yeah, those about, two players, I think you have a really yeah. good shot at winning. How about Quan? He's been doing his thing. He, Dude, a great sign. what a great signing. He has been mm-hmm. so clutch. You know, I hope he stays yeah. healthy for as long as possible. But, dude, I, yeah, it's been a big-time signing for the New York Jets. That's what it comes down to, staying healthy. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm really proud of this team. You know, it was a hard week. Uh, you know, Salah and everything. We came back and we showed the, you know, showed the world who we are. So you just got to keep it up, dude. I love it. Thank you so much for calling in, brother. You have been <laughs> ejected <You're right laughs> from the cockpit. Who we got? Who's next? 
call from. Frankie. Frankie, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. What's up, I'm, I'm dude? About that win. Ugh, how good did that feel? That 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 one felt great. You know, <laughs> but listen, I my buddy's a Steelers fan. My other one's a Bengals fan, and. Mm -hmm. My my buddy that's a Steelers fan was giving me shit all week. He's like, "You guys gonna beat the Ravens? We crushed the Ravens every time last week." He was giving mm -hmm. me all that shit. Now flip the scene. You lost to the Patriots. Patriots sucked this year. <laughs> I was giving him bad shit for it. Dude, you got it. You gotta talk a little trash when you got friends that have games coming up. Now the Bengals. Listen, what do you think happens? Bengals, I, I I I to be I know I know I'm a really hyped up Jet fan, you know, but. I think I think Carl Lawson's gonna have a day. I think Quinn is gonna have a day against that poor interior offensive line. I think we're gonna go crazy. Dude, I wanna see like five sacks. Burrow Burrow's been getting sacked in the last couple games six plus times. Oh yeah. He's been eating it. Dude, he's he's gonna keep getting shots. You just rattle him enough, he's not gonna be able to make the big plays that you are, are accustomed to. Is Jermaine Johnson out for a while now? I didn't see that. It looked like he was cramping. I don't know. I haven't seen his status. The last thing I heard from Robert Sala was that we came out of this game with the evaluations and everything. We came out uninjured. We expect everyone to play this week. So I'm pretty sure Jermaine Johnson's totally fine unless it just like slipped his brain and, you know, didn't realize it. But it seems like he's going to be all right. All right. Thank God, because worst case in the head, you got Michael Clemens running after Joe Burrow. Oh, yeah. Dude, you got Clemens, Lawson, Quinnen, John Franklin Myers, uh, Jermaine. Dude, just send the dogs. Blitz this dude hopefully, like crazy. Hopefully CJ plays a little revenge game. CJ's mm -hmm. number revenge game. I would like to see that. I like when there's a little extra juice for guys that were on that team. So someone like Lawson. Like, I think he could come away with a multi-sack game this week. I think he's absolutely going to... Uh, you know, have that extra juice. Yeah, but also, like, I'm saying for the Steelers game, I watched mm -hmm. the Steelers-Patriots game with my buddy. Mm -hmm. The Steelers were awful. awful. Yeah. Dude, that team, the Steelers are, like, they need to figure out the quarterback position. And I'm I'm curious to see when they pull the trigger on Pickett going figure in. Figure it out week five. Week five, figure it out. Not, not week four. Yeah, no, 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 don't, don't, no, no. Let them, let them keep stumbling a little bit. They look like about a half a season that they need. <laughs> Najee Harris did did horrible. Reese Hall is playing better than them. That's a good sign. Mm -hmm. The only person that I really fear on that team is Deontay Johnson. Yeah, and you know what? My, I'm not too worried with our defense. I think we're I think we're gonna be just fine, <laughs> brother. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Uh, yo, it's Vin. I see you over there saying, anyone know? A good sculptor for the JD statue. Let's effing go. Let's build a statue out front of Joe Douglas. I like this. Gotta win some games, though. Gotta keep winning games. This this one game feels good, but I want two now. I want a second one. Who the hell is calling me on my actual phone? It's got a little note that says survey. Screw that. Get out of here. Who we got? From. Charles Gorman for the Charles, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Richie. I mean, I'm sorry. I called you Richie by <laughs> What the heck? You? Oh, you're getting ejected. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you're, you're good. What's up, dude? 
Hey man, how are you? How's the family? Oh, it's fantastic. It is absolutely great. Though I actually got to watch the entirety of the game with everyone. Shay was part of me wanted to leave and smash something. Oh, dude. I was like all sorts of like frustrated when like they wound up running the ball down our throat. We're trying to chop at the ball, trying to pop it out, and we just couldn't do anything. Ugh. But to watch everything come back. With all due respect, I understand our defense didn't play very well. And this is not an excuse, it's kind of a fact. The Browns have a pretty solid offensive line unit. I mean, the Ravens do too, but the thing of it was, I think our defense is trying their best to develop some chemistry together. But the Browns, to me, outside of the Ravens, have the best rushing attack in all of football. Mm -hmm. I mean, when they run the football as effectively as they do, when you got really two, really, if you think about it, two all-pro caliber backs in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, you're going to mm-hmm. win. You're going to rush for a lot of yards, and you have a year chances of winning ball games are going to get bigger and bigger. However, I am, even though I'm a Jets fan, I'm happy to saw that they won. The mm-hmm. Browns defense played like shit. I mean, I was watching the Browns announcer Jim Donovan say, the defense has been bad. I mean, people say, oh, they'll fix it. It hasn't been fixed yet. Mm-hmm. Denzel Ward is one of the premier corners in the NFL. Like Corey Davis run right by his ass for a mm-hmm. 66-yard touchdown. Oh, dude, they deserve I mean, it. <laughs> they, they, they fell asleep at the wheel. They don't deserve it. I mean, for them to, for some of those classless Stephen Brown fans to make mm-hmm. a, a, a somewhat of a statue of him is disgusting. Oh, dude, I wanted that game so bad. Like, there, there's certain teams that I, like, you know, you want to beat more than another. Like, I love beating the Patriots. doesn't happen very frequently. But the Browns, after that whole Watson, like, contract and everything... Dude, I was so burnt up about it. Benjamin Manfield over, who, by the way, has been playing like ass for the Panthers right now. Yeah, he doesn't look too good right now either. That sucks. I, I do want to see Baker play well and to have them go. He's I think they're, what, 0-2 now? He's very inconsistent. What was that? He's a talented guy, but he's very inconsistent. Yeah, no, I, look, I don't think the Bengals are a very good team. Like, even if Sam Darnold started... Uh, regardless, I felt like that team was going to be a you know a top five pick kind of a team. Baker, I thought he would have had a little more juice, and I thought he was going to beat the Browns last week, and I thought he was going to have a little bit better game. But um, the Giants are playing very well. What? I said the Giants are playing very well. Yeah, you know they they're they're doing what they need to to win. Saquon looks like he's back in action. Uh, Daniel Jones, I, mean, I still don't believe he's the guy though. Brother, thank you so much for the call. He's been ejected. From the cockpit. Boys and girls. I love hearing all your thoughts on this game. Call on numbers on the screen. You got three minutes to plead your case after three minutes. That's it! You're out of here! That's right. Who we got? From Carson. Ooh, Carson, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. What's going on, Ryan? How you doing this afternoon? Dude, I am having a great night after a great come-from-behind win yesterday. I want to hear from you. How are you feeling? I'm doing great. Uh, there's three things I kind of want to point out about the Jets yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm elated that we won. I, I'm very excited we won. There's three, mm-hmm. th- there's three key things. One that worries me is Jacoby Brissett completed 82% of his passes. That's mm-hmm. a problem. Mm-hmm. We, there are 82% for a guy who has a career 57% completion percentage rating, mm-hmm. and they're a run-heavy offense. That's a problem. 
I think mm-hmm. the the book is still out on Ulbricht. I don't think he's a good defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't. Um, uh, another thing is, I think the refs were horrendous in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were awful for both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the second and the third thing is, um, were you satisfied with how Max Mitchell played against Garrett? I know he allowed they moved Garrett all over the fields, um, and he he allowed the sack to Jadavian Clowney. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, I think he held up his own against Clowney and Garrett for the most part. What do you think about Max Mitchell being our future right tackle? I think I have a lot of hope for him. I think we'll we'll find out, you know, probably by by the halfway point how he's uh, how he's going to do. Miles Garrett is a tough assignment, and Jadavian Clowney is a tough assignment. Like you're going to get beat. A fourth round rookie going up against a former number one overall pick in either one of them. Jadavian Clowney and Garrett were both number one overall. Uh, so it's clearly a skill projection way outside of uh, of where he should be. But Max played well. I like that they gave him a little bit of help on both sides, on with Fant too. They tried to chip those edge rushers, and I like to continue seeing that. I think you should help your offensive line when you can help your offensive line. On the Jacoby Perset, uh completion percentage thing, he didn't scare me all that much. And I think the amount of run success that they had, they had 5.1 yards on the ground with Chubb. They had 4.5 yards on the ground with Hunt. Uh, and Brissett ran for 43 yards. So, like, there's a lot of, you know, trying to stop the run while also trying to to guard against the, the pass. I think they had six throws to running backs and those screens. And I think our linebackers have really been the Achilles heel for the last two years yeah. in terms of, of those types of backs. And I think Mixon could cause us a little bit of trouble in the screen game. But if you can dial it in, contain him, maybe put someone like Whitehead or Quan, like just shadowing him the whole time, maybe that yeah. gets a little bit more success. I, I just th- I think the quarters need to be more sticky. We need to pass mm-hmm. rush this week. We really do. Mm-hmm. Um, because last week, Brissett was able to drop back in the pocket and just absolutely dice us up back mm-hmm. there. Uh, he did whatever he want. Um, but uh, let's go Jets. Let's go Jets. We're one and one. Let's advance <laughs> to two and one next week. Let's wipe the Bengals out like we did la- last year. Let's do it, baby. I love it. <laughs> Carson's excited. I, I'm excited. This is great. He makes some great points. Really awesome. enjoy the I'm insight. Lima Bean, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Oh, I got so many points to make before I get the chicken. So fire away. Garrett Wilson, man, like, see, this is why we draft wide receivers instead of damn safeties and linebackers, man. You don't, mm-hmm. like, you think Kyle Hamilton is making like that twenty-one comeback to the Dolphins had do anything? Nah, uh, he don't do that. Nah, no way, think, no way. No, see, and that was a free safety, and he had a twenty-one point lead, and he couldn't guard shit. So, like, this is why we need explosive players and doing all that stuff. You get those, you know, mediocre, like, unless we want to be like the Bears and end up like Justin Fields turning on the fans, like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, we get draft safeties and linebackers all day, but, you know, no, I'm, I'm so excited for the kid. Like, he looks like a baller, and so does, like, you know, it'll get better. Mm-hmm. So, when Zach's ready, we got to put him in there just because, like, like, look, Tyrod Taylor got the Bills and broke their playoff drought after, like, 20-something years, and they still kicked him out and put in Josh Allen. Same thing mm-hmm. with Kurt Warner with Eli Manning and so many examples after that. There's just... Joe Flacco's not the future, so we gotta get like you know, like Zach in and just get him, just get him acclimated, and get him to go and see what we have and all the fourteen yeah. games. Hopefully, like yeah, that's just it. You you have to know what you have in Zach by the end of yeah. the season. You have to give him as many reps as possible. Now, if they are like, if they go on a run and let's say they win the Bengal game, they win the Steeler game, 
with Joe Flacco. I as much as you want to say that, but like, then how long can we go? Like, I like, do you honestly think we're going to go on like such a magical run? Let's say we do and have another 2015. Mm -hmm. How did that end up for the long term? No, well, that's it's worse if we don't find out what Zach has. 100% it's worse if you don't find out what Zach has. The Bills threw out Tyler Taylor like yesterday's trash, and he Mm -hmm. got broke their playoff thing, and they still Mm -hmm. put in Josh Allen with Nathan Peterson. So, think Mm -hmm. about that. Like, it's just it's not worth it for the long term. And as soon as he's ready, he's been practicing last week, probably another Mm -hmm. week this week, and maybe next week. So, I like. Yeah, he's going to have his ups and downs, but this is how you get experience. Otherwise, you're going to go through that, you know, like, how can you get experience without getting the job first? You got to. Yeah, you got you got to have reps on the field. That's the biggest thing. Like, you got to have reps with your teammates. You got to build some chemistry with your young receivers. You got to think Zach hasn't practiced, you know, since early August. It was the first game, right? Like against the Eagles. That was a while. And he was looking great. But then all of a sudden, like. Well, he wasn't looking great. Yeah, that that Eagles game was like, uh, like, like it's all about the offensive line. I'm watching this Monday Night Football game, and like uh, Mm. Allen has so much time to throw and do all these things. Like it's that's honestly the goal. And then Zach learning to read defenses. We get those two things down, we're great. And then lastly, I'm enjoying the Panthers lose because you know fuck their coach. And then um, (laughs) fuck Justin Fields too because who needs a running back playing quarterback, right? So oh yeah, that's. That, that's my take. That's why you got to get weapons. That's why you do those push-ups and pull-ups and do those things, as Parcells once said. So, so yeah, no free safeties until next year. I love it. That's it. You're you out of here! From the cockpit. See, I try to put on the uh, the Bills game. It's giving me the Eagles game. What the hell is this? Yeah, change the channel. Try this one. No, I just got Eagles Titans. Very odd. All right, who we got? From Indiana Jets. Indiana Jets, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, what's going on, Ryan? What's going on? Dude, I'm hanging in there. I've enjoyed the last day. It's been really nice. Talk to me. What's on your mind? Victory Monday feels like it's a whole surreal thing for us, isn't it? Oh, dude, it's been way too long. We've had, what, like six wins in the last two years. So to finally get one in September where it's like, oh, you know what? Maybe we can get to that 500 mark. Man, it's rough being a Jets fan, but we all bleed green, don't we? Oh, 100 percent, dude. I absolutely love it. So How'd you feel? Here's my question. Yeah, let's go. Here's my question. We all agree that, that Garrett Wilson needs to be on the field more, correct? You agree with that? Absolutely. After yesterday's performance, you have to. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So here's my question. As I'm looking at the snap counts, mm-hmm. who is coming off the field? Are we taking snaps away from Corey Davis? Are we taking snaps away from Braxton? Or mm-hmm. who who is coming off the field for Garrett Wilson to be on the field? That's so my question of the night. That, for, so who do we have to take off? So for me, I would like to keep Davis Moore and Wilson on the field at all times. And then when you have to give someone a breather, Barrios swaps in for whoever that is. Like, I really like Barrios. And even if you want to run four wide receiver sets, I'm fine with that. But I think we want to see a lot more of the tight end. And I think they want to try and run the ball a little bit. So I think three wide receivers is what you're going to see the majority of the time. And I think you're going to have enough opportunities where Barrios can come in with special packages. Maybe they want to do an end around or something like that. Uh, and it also depends on how Zach clicks with certain guys. Like maybe he's just not going to click as quickly with Garrett Wilson. So maybe you you lean a little bit more on Braxton Berrios. 
but then you try to keep maybe Corey Davis off the field. And you have Garrett Wilson, Braxton Barrios, Elijah Moore, and you get some of the young guys that are going to stay in there for a little bit longer. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. What would you do in that yeah, situation? That's, that's that's a tough question because you know you have Elijah Moore who has who has uh, 136 out of the 154 total snaps, mm-hmm. uh, and then Corey Davis has only had 112. Uh, Garrett Wilson's 84, you know, mm-hmm. Braxton's 55. So mm-hmm. somebody's going to have to lose somewhere. So I'm just trying to figure out who we don't want on the field. I don't think it's that they don't want someone on the field. Like, I think that's what's so nice about our current depth is like, if someone goes down or someone needs a breather, you've got another guy that could be a starter on another team. Like we are four wide receivers deep plus the potential in Denzel Mims. So like, even if you lose a guy, like there's going to be injury throughout the season. Like you're, you're going to wind up losing one of these wide receivers for at least some sort of stretch of time. Yeah, and and did you did you think that uh, Elijah Moore was a little gassed right there at the end, and that's why he wasn't uh, he wasn't on the field? No, I wouldn't say he was gassed. I would say that Garrett Wilson was just the hot hand at that point in time. So I'm pretty okay. pretty happy with with having whoever's playing well getting those touches. No problem with that at all. But brother, thanks so much for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Who we got? from oh no you hung up on me <laughs> i was gonna answer your call oh poor k boys and girls you got three minutes on the clock to plead your case ask me a question talk about the game after three minutes you get ejected Call from tigo from talking just tigo tigo what's up dude welcome to the cockpit Oh my gosh! Your heart has, has your heart stopped racing since that game, Ryan? Because mine has been beaten easily over a hundred beats per minute since the end of that game. Dude, such a rush! That was like the first time since 2015 that I really, really got excited. I was gonna say the same thing. I put it in the chat. This is the first time since the Bulls, like since before the Bulls era. Yeah. We come away from a win, and it's not just like okay, cool, we got a W, but like. You, I, I came away from this win excited for next week and for the future and what we saw out of our boys. Like it's just like, I don't just hyped. Just, <laughs> I don't, I don't want it to end. Let's just end the season now so that we can end winners. Dude, we've needed this for the longest time. We really have, and to actually have this happen where you can like build on it for the next week. Like it's much better trying to have this type of win than to lose this type of way. Like if how many times have we been on the Brown side of things? Like you're talking back to like the, the friggin' uh, bucks game last year. We lose on one of the last plays, the, the Raider game two years before that, where we were all like kind of happy because we were trying to get Trevor Lawrence at that point. But even still, like we're usually on the last, we're usually on the losing end of this sort of stuff. And, and like, you're lying if you're saying that when they got the ball back with like the 12 seconds or whatever it is that they had left, 22 seconds mm-hmm. that they had left, you're lying through your teeth if you're a Jets fan and you say you didn't like at least 51% believe that they were going to march down and Kate York was going to put that through. Oh, no way. Like- no, I was. So when I saw that, I thought like, oh, no way. We got this. Our defense has been playing all right. They're not going to run the ball. We're going to stop them right here. And then I think it was Brissett had a nice run and I was like, ooh, that doesn't yeah. look good. <laughs> Like, that was way longer than I wanted. They just need a field goal. And then they threw that pass, and oh, thank God we got the pick, because that was going to give me heartburn. 
it's the, my favorite thing about this win, like, or just how we played this game mm-hmm. is specifically is the players. So like, mm. like what I mean by that is Garrett Wilson goes down with an injury. He comes back. Mm-hmm. Boss Gardner possibly gets a concussion. He comes back. Mm-hmm. JJ goes down. He comes back. Quinnen goes down. He comes back. J- mm-hmm. JSN goes down. He comes back. Every single player could have really, really, because these are stars. These are not like, we're not sitting here talking about Tony Adams, right? Mm-hmm. These are the stars. These are the guys that are supposed to lead our team moving into the future and, and change this Jets culture. And they mm-hmm. could have really easily, just like uh, the left tackle at Houston did last year, he, he suffers a minor injury and he just mm-hmm. pans his whole season because he's mm-hmm. not Laramie Tunsil because he didn't want to play for a losing team. No. This team believes even down. There was a minute and 55 seconds left, and we're down 13. But this. I love it. Tigo has been ejected from the cockpit. (laughs) Tigo makes a ton of sense. I absolutely love where he's coming from. Shavanshu drops in. Sorry about that. Uh, Shvansu drops in says, Locker room shouldn't be divided as long as coaching shows the players how they grow together for the long-term future. Plus, I think players really like Zach. I think the ceiling is so high with Zach Wilson that I think players are going to be fine with it. But if Zach comes back and he starts throwing a bunch of picks and he starts fumbling the ball or he starts taking a lot of sacks and it's like, okay, now we're getting, you know, a touchdown and maybe we're getting blown out, then I think you start to 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 get concerned um, but you got to see what you have in him, right? Like Joe Flacco is great to have as a backup, but Zach Wilson's astronomical ceiling is where this team could really win some games. Like what that Zach is going to be the reason why you can hang with some of the top tier teams in this league. So I'm with you, Shivanshu or Lima Bean. Uh, I definitely think, uh, the team will like having him back. Uh, Drillo, the Jets fan says if the O-line continues to settle down, do you risk moving Fant back to right tackle when Dwayne Brown is ready and possibly screw up the chemistry of the group? Hmm. I don't know if I do. I think it depends how Max Mitchell's playing. If Max Mitchell is playing well, or at least like, you know, if you're grading him on a scale from one to a hundred and he's playing at like an 80, uh, I don't think you move him. I think he is the answer at that point that you hope to have at right tackle long-term because it means more to find out what you have in him and then let Fant and Brown duke it out and whoever wins that battle plays left tackle. I would rather see that. Um, this to me doesn't feel the same as when Becton went down and you have Moses and you have Fant because like, oh, you know, Becton came back uh, this year. Like he should be the left tackle because he didn't actually like give it up. He just got hurt. Like for me, Brown hasn't necessarily earned that spot where if Fant starts playing well, I would rather Dwayne Brown and Fant kind of duke it out at left tackle and let let the young guy ride it out at right tackle. Now, if he has if he starts having a bad, you know, season or, or starts giving up a lot of sacks, then yeah, look, you gotta find out what you have in Zach first and let Max Mitchell kind of learn with some reps and and he's already got some starting experience right now. So um it depends how the team's playing, I think, for me. Uh, Anthony. Anthony says, loved having and meeting you at the Jet Lounge tailgate. Nice meeting you, Anthony. 
Huge win yesterday. Let's go. The Jet Lounge tailgate for week one was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. Got to meet a whole bunch of you guys. It's fun putting faces to like the screen names <laughs> that are on here. Because how many guys have you like, how many guys do I talk to all the time in this chat? You guys are always in here. You know who you are. And to be able to like meet you in person and really have conversations face to face, it's cool. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I've always really enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, so thank you. Thank you so much for, uh, for hanging out. Uh, all right, let me get back to the phone lines. Get back over there. Uh, three minutes on the clock. Plead your case. Ask me whatever questions you want. And then after three minutes, you get the chicken. Who we got? From Mark from Asbury Park. Mark from Asbury Park. What's up, dude? Welcome back to the cockpit. Wow. Wow. You know, I always <laughs> uh, open the call with the 973 to the 732 because that's how I roll in NJ, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. How are you feeling after yesterday's win? Are you kidding me? I was drinking Modelo and I almost threw it at the screen of my TV. Can you believe that onside? What, was that the first time in six years we did that? It's, it feels like it. Oh, my gosh. Comment and a question, and then I'm going to listen to what you say, okay? Sure. Comment. Garrett Wilson. Oh, does dude. He not, does, does he not remind you? And I think the number of his jersey is the same. Does he not remind you of like a young Plexigo Burris? Oh, dude, he's he's shiftier, I think, than Plexigo. Like Plexigo is more of like, I don't want to call him a string bean, but he was more of that deep threat, go up and get it, where Garrett Wilson is a go up and get it guy, but it's more of a leaping ability than it is like pure height. And um, I feel like the route running was always lackluster on Plexigo. Like he was always kind of that guy that, you know, relied more on his physical traits than maybe his uh, technical side of his game. Well, let's let's not hope that um, our wide receiver goes to a club with sweatpants and a gun in his pants. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want to see that. <laughs> no, no. So, um, concern. Offensive line. I understand the Mitchell thing and all that, but... McGovern, come on. Yeah, dude, McGovern has absolutely driven me up a wall, and I think this is exactly why you started seeing the Jets start to look at Jensen, start to look at Bradbury, start to look at uh, Linderbaum, start to look at uh, Lindstrom, or not Lindstrom, um, oh God, who's the other guy? The guy from Boston College. Uh, maybe it, was, it was Lindstrom. No, it wasn't. No. Um, Who the hell am I forget? Like, so... So, like, my next question is, mm -hmm. what's your priority one through three in next year's draft? Like, do you go safety, linebacker, offensive line? What, what What's your concern? So, I'm going into the offseason, and the first person I'm looking at is Orlando Brown from Kansas City. If he doesn't get franchise tagged... I'm throwing the bag at him. Zion Johnson. Thank you, Zachary Burner. That was the guy I was trying to think of. Um, yeah, Orlando Brown. He's played left tackle. He's played right tackle. He played for the Baltimore Ravens. I think there's a connection there with Joe Douglas. I think he can trust some of the scouting, and I think he likes the versatility of it. I would throw the absolute bag at that dude to go get him. 
Then you now free up your first round pick and you say, okay, we need a safety. We need a linebacker. We need a center. Maybe this is a draft that you decide, hey, I want to trade down because we think we can accumulate maybe a few more second round picks or something like that. You start to plug in a few of these holes and Becton, you wind up not exercising his fifth year option. You let him compete for right tackle, for left tackle, whatever. You already have Dwayne Brown signed under contract. I think Fant inevitably will end up walking unless he decides to sign a much more team-friendly deal. But brother, thank you so much for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Ah. Super game and chill, bros. Thank you for the super chat. He says, are you going to the Bengals game this Sunday? I'll n- uh, I never got to meet you because you were... Uh, because we were taking the train in, hopefully you'll be there this Sunday. I won't be there this Sunday. Um, as of right now, I haven't planned on going to any other games. Uh, I really do enjoy the games at home, but oh, man, it, it is fun going to the games. I think the next game I might look to go to is Jets Patriots on October 30th. I don't know if I'm going to do it though. One of my friends reached out to me, said she was going to do a, a group buy of tickets and it's, it's piqued my interest. Um, but I don't know if I'm going to make the move at that point. We'll see. I'll keep you guys in the loop either way, but I'm very, very much looking forward to this bangle game and watching that. Uh, all right, back to the calls. You get three minutes on the clock after three minutes. Boom. You get ejected from the cockpit. Peter, what's the last four of your number, Peter? He says, Ryan, take my call. I want to share my experience at the game yesterday. So you were at the game, at the Browns game. Uh, Show me your last four. If I see your last four, I'll try to uh, call you back if I see it on there. Who we got? From Savage. Hey, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. What's going on, brother Ryan? Yes, brother. You hear me, brother Gangrene? We are here, baby. Let's go. Let's do it. Dude, Talk how good did that win feel? Yo, brother, listen to me. This kid Wilson, he looks like he's going to be special, man. I mean, the poise this kid has to have that drop and then come back and make that play. I mean, that's big time, bro. That's, Dude, that's big I... Time. I was crushed. I thought for sure that was going to like be the, not the kiss of death, but I thought that was going to be like the, ah, man, he almost had a really good game. He dropped such an easy pass. And for him to come back, shows some grit. Absolutely. Shows he, this kid got stoned. And to do it, you know, in his hometown mm-hmm. where he went to school and had success at Ohio State, mm-hmm. that shows a lot. You know, usually we don't have luck with those Ohio State wide receivers that didn't go home and to show out like that. It shows a lot about this kid. But let's give kudos to this offensive line. Down mm-hmm. the stretch, holding up, giving Flacco time to find them, too. I mean, mm-hmm. they got murdered in, in the Ravens game, and mm-hmm. rightly so, crucified in the media, everything. But to hold up, and the job they did down the stretch, that shows a lot about this line, too. Oh, 100%. This, this team fought hard for their coach and for each other. Absolutely. I mean, um, you know, Salo with the receipts and the media and getting crushed for that. And then to get this win, Tim, 
go to the podium and, and be humble and I think learn a lesson to, you know, about that. Just, just win, baby. I mean, no comments didn't bother me so much, but mm-hmm. let's just take care of business on the field and you can say all you want. A hundred percent. I, the fact that these guys are as humble as they are, uh, Jermaine Johnson, great interview at the combine seems incredibly humble. Sauce Gardner talks a lot of shit, but a very <laughs> humble dude. Garrett Wilson, Absolutely. very humble. I haven't really heard Absolutely. much of Brees Hall talking, but, uh, Overall, you can tell the mindset that the Jets have tried to bring in guys that were captains on their college team, guys that bring a certain mindset to every practice. Absolutely. And and it's a breath of fresh air because like we all used to being on the opposite side of these and, and you're damn right. Fuck you, Cleveland, because you remember in that fucking Bud Light Bowl last year, Monday night, where y'all was celebrating like that was your Super Bowl because y'all didn't win no games the year before. Now he's mm-hmm. back in your fucking face, all right? Oh, dude, I just <laughs> wanted to see them just squirm, especially because we, we, we had those two games in a – not two games in a row, but we had the Sam Darnold-Baker Mayfield game right, where, like, right. oh, that one sucked. So it's it's nice to finally get one against the Brownies. Absolutely, man. It felt good, but what's your game plan? You Brooklyn, know? thank you so <laughs> much for the call. You been ejected from the cockpit. Sorry, dude. Good call. Great call. Zach drops in. Zach says, if Mitchell works out, he's the proof that we can trust in Joe Douglas. Also, why does no one talk about our field uh, field's condition being such an impact on our injuries? That is not uh, an uncommon thought, Zach. We've definitely had a lot of people upset with the way the Jets offense, not the Jets offense, but the Jets field to the point where they actually investigated it to see if there was any issue, any sort of structural integrity or or something that wasn't up to snuff. And I think that was after, uh, was that after the 49er game where Bosa got injured and Jimmy G got hurt and like basically everyone wound up getting whacked. I think that was that year. Maybe it was the year after. But yeah, people are concerned about it. Now, we didn't have any injuries, any serious injuries, that are going to keep anyone out in Cleveland. I'd love to know what their field's made out of. Is it the same stuff? Why is there not like uh, just some standard across the the league? I feel like everyone should just get their turf or rubberized turf from the same supplier. So it's always the same. Maybe they do. And I just like don't know how that's done. I do miss a little bit of the, like the grass field. But at the same time, these guys are so much faster on turf. If you haven't run on turf and you have the opportunity to do it, give it a try because you run so fast. <laughs> I got to do it when I was uh, running track as a, a high school student. Um, you jump farther, you run faster because there's no give. You 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 stick and you go. <laughs> it's really, it's it's fascinating. But then you still get that kind of like, it's not quite as bad as AstroTurf used to be. AstroTurf has that like, plastic carpet burn that you get uh this stuff while it doesn't feel great the rubberized pellets make it a lot more bearable um all right what else we got going on peter i'm still looking for your phone number popping up i don't see it at all um phone numbers on the screen who we got who we got who we got no, no, he hung up on me. Or maybe not. From Kevin. 
Ah, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, it's good to be here. Let me tell you, you know, I, I'm very impressed with the, the Jets win this week. And, you know, I called in a little concerned about LaFleur's play call in last week. Yep. But you know what? He showed maturity and he adjusted the plan, which we haven't seen from lots of coaches. And he used Garrett Wilson more. He mm -hmm. had the end arounds. He had the trick plays. I mean, I give solid credit for throwing – for that's a ballsy fake punt. That is a ballsy fake mm -hmm. punt right there. Um, and it, it was a coaching staff that was clearly uh, – I feel like they felt cornered and they needed to win a game and they were going to throw out all the stops to go win a game. And I like that attitude. A little concerned with the defense still. I, mm -hmm. Our linebackers are a real concern. CJ looks slow. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what Quincy Williams is quite doing out there. Mm -hmm. um, definitely something we have to address moving forward. But nevertheless, still a great win. Still a great team effort by everybody. Mm -hmm. um, but moving forward, and what I'll tell people is to, if you're going to the Jet game, get mm -hmm. in the building early. Let's be loud. Let's get excited. Let's give the Jets the home field advantage in this in this game against the Bengals. Bengals are 0-2. Their O-line is terrible. Joe Burrow has been sacked 13 times in two games. Mm -hmm. This is a winnable game. And would you believe, could you imagine, if the Jets are 2-1 and one going in to Pittsburgh with Zach Wilson? That would be quite the story. So, Dude, you know, when's I'm the last time the Jets had a winning record? <laughs> like, seriously, I like know. legitimately a winning record? Probably... I mean, I think it's 2015. I don't think we've had a winning record since then. Because, I mean, we haven't won a September game in three years, which automatically puts you at 0-4. So, I, I think that's the last time we had a winning record. This is their opportunity to really step up and make a statement to the NFL. We want to stop being a laughing stock to the NFL. We want to really make a statement game. Mm -hmm. This is it. And I'm not saying it's, you know, win or, or lose – for the season, but this is a big mm -hmm. game. I think if they can go out there in a home game mm -hmm. and take advantage of a, of a Bengals team that just looks like they have the Super Bowl hangover mm -hmm. and get to two and one, let me tell you, there's a lot of receipts that Robert Slaw is going to be collecting after that because uh, that would be a huge thing. I don't think anybody would say the Jets would be two and one, uh, but you know they got to go out there and take care of business. And I really want to see how this team team answers this big mm -hmm. win. Yeah, hundred percent. If they can come out. And they find a way to win this Sunday. Then all of a sudden you look at the Steeler game and you're like, okay, no TJ Watt. Interesting, interesting. I don't fear Trubisky. I don't fear Pickett, regardless of who's the quarterback. Makes me feel all right. Maybe we're two and one heading into a game that we feel confident. Maybe not confident, but but optimistic that we could maybe be three and one. It's going to be interesting. Going to be interesting. Yep. Boom. You're out of here. Who we got? Call from Mr. Motivation. To accept, press oh, one. what's up, dude, Mr. Motivation? Ryan, how's it going, man? Dude, I am having a grand old time. It has been a very long time since I felt this good after a jet win. Oh, for sure, for sure, especially in the month of September. It took us four years to get a win in September, but hey, it finally paid off. Dude, it took way too long. How are you... Feeling moving on to uh, the Bengal game this week. Honestly, I feel a little more confident going against the Bengals. I mean, they're going to put up a fight knowing the fact that they lost two in a row. But as long as Blackwell can do the same thing he's been doing for the past two weeks, there's mm -hmm. no doubt in my mind I think we could clinch it by a field goal. 
Dude, I, I think we can definitely beat them. Well, they, they lost by a field goal, I think, the last two weeks, right? The Steeler game and uh, who the hell did they play yesterday? Yes, all two of them were by field goals. Yeah, yeah, 100%. We could do it. I trust Zerline. Oh, yes, and I hope our O-line can hold up just like they did yesterday because, dude, I'm still in Cleveland right now as we speak, and it was just a fun experience just being there. Now, what? how was it like? Were, were you in the stadium or were you just like in Cleveland in general? No, I was in the stadium. How did you feel? Like, What did it feel like in that stadium? Did you stay the whole time? Yes, I did. Oh, dude, that's a hell of a game. Yeah. The atmosphere was crazy because, honestly, them Brown fans, let me tell you, they know how to party. I will tell you that. But going into the game, like, I was scared. I'm not going to lie. I didn't have confidence in the beginning. But then out of nowhere, when the onside kick happened, I just lost my mind. It's like, I don't know what to say because that's something rare that barely happens when it comes to us. Dude, onside kicks just don't – I think Robert Salas said it today. It's a 7% chance of getting it. I thought it was even lower than that. I thought it was like 2 or 3% chance. But even still, the fact that you were able to get that kick and you were able to – to tap it in, Parks being able to knock it back. As soon as we got the onside kick, I look at Beck and I was like, we're going to win this game. Like, the Jets are going to march down this field right now and we're going to win the game. Like, I felt confident in that. There's no way the Jets were not going to score once they got that return or once they got that recovery. And Garrett Wilson Wilson is showing that potential as a true first-round pick. Dude, he has been so impressive. Like, even he, he had, what, three catches or four targets in the week one? The guy looks legit, and I think he's going to be something special. He definitely is, man. He definitely is. But all in all, man, it was just so fun just being at the game. Dude, I what was the tailgate like? Like, I don't know. Like, I've only ever been to, like, the Dolphin Stadium. I've never been to, like, Cleveland. Cleveland, like, let's just say that, like, if you want a tailgate, you have to go, like, all over downtown and walk a distance. Mm, I got you. Okay, so it's more of an inner city kind of uh, – Stadium, brother. Thank you so much for the call. You're out of here from the cockpit. See, Mister Old Mellow Yellowo jumping in. He says, "Not sure if someone has said this or not yet, because I just joined the stream. But the difference between the O line in the game one versus game two is night and day. Max Mitchell looks great as well. I have really liked what we've gotten out of Mitchell so far, and it's not like." He's any kind of world beater, but he's a fourth-round rookie going up against Kalias Campbell. Fourth-round rookie going up against two former number one overall picks in Jadavian Clowney and Miles Garrett. When you have a young guy that gives up a strip sack because of that, I'm okay. I am all right with that because you know what? Those guys are otherworldly type talented, like incredibly talented. And that's not to say Max Mitchell isn't, but he held his own for the most part yesterday. And I think there is a legitimate starting right tackle brewing just below the surface right there. And I think I'm, you know, to the point where I would not put Fant back at the right-hand side. I would let Fant and Brown duke it out and let Mitchell continue to grow throughout this season. King Choice says, uh, I'll take the lucky W. God knows we need it. 
For the sake of our mental health, now I say this part with love, but can Sauce please turn his head around so he can pick the ball off? It's there for him. He's going to wind up getting some interceptions this year. It it is going to happen. I think teams are afraid to throw his direction because he is that good. Now, the, the throws that we've seen against him, you know, he got his hand up in the in the Ravens game, stopped the touchdown, and then he stopped the second touchdown this past week. Was it Amari Cooper? Who do you, who'd they throw it to in like the corner of the end zone where the guy bobbled it? I mean, he had perfect coverage there. That was just a great throw, a great almost catch. They call it a catch on the field, wound up overturning it. And then he made a mental error uh, and they wound up scoring on, I think it was the next play or, or very close after that. But I think Sauce... If he can start to bait people or if we can start to get, you know, maybe we start shading coverage the opposite direction. You let Sauce go man up with the best receiver on the field. Like I would love to see him trail Jamar Chase all day next week or this week coming up because I think he is so talented. You look at the length he has. He has the recovery speed. And look, there's a few things that he can clean up. I'm not going to say he's perfect right now. But for a number four overall pick, a young guy going up against some really good uh, weapons right now. They had him on Mark Andrews last week. I want to see him stay on the best player on the other team's offense. That's what I want to see. But yes, get his head around, get some interceptions. Buffalo playing well. They are 24 to 7 over the Titans and they are almost at their almost at the 50 yard line. Josh Allen is something special. He has been incredible to watch. Like it's hard to I it, as a as a Jet fan, I want to hate the Bills and I want to hate them playing well. But man, they are an exciting team to watch. They really are. Who we got? All from Malik. What's good, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's up with it, my guy? Dude, it yeah. feels so good to finally get a win. Talk to me. How you feeling? Uh, man, I'm feeling great, man. It was a great W, man. We, we came through. We did our thing, man. But um, just to speak on a couple points, man, I just feel like, you know, like, I like, don't get it twisted. I love the W. But I just think that we should, um, we definitely should clean up a couple things, man. Like, starting off, man, I think we should be feeding Brees Hall the ball. Like, what do you think about that? I don't know. I mean, I think Michael Carter has done such a good job in, like, very tight spaces with an offensive line that's still learning to gel together. I love the carry split right now. I think yesterday Brees did have the better game, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just pull it up real quick. Yeah, Brees ran for 7.1 yards a carry. He had 50 yards on seven carries, uh, and Michael Carter had seven carries as well, only had 23 yards. So, you know, obviously Brees doubled the yards per uh, attempt. Carter did have five receptions for 24, uh, 27 yards, and Brees had the one reception for the 10 yards and a touchdown. This is a two-headed beast. Give the guys a chance to stay healthy. Give the guys a chance to, to kind of feed the hot hand. I'm fine with leaning on whichever guy is playing well. I guess my, I guess my stance on it is, like, we kind of drafted Brees high, you know, and I, and I think sure. – I guess, 
I, I think that Brees is one of those guys. Like, because Cleveland Browns, look how, look how they look how they're running a team with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. And I see Nick Chubb and Brees Hall. I think that Brees Hall can be one of them guys. Like, you got to feed the running backs. You got to let them get in sync. I think he should be getting the ball, like, maybe 15 carries, maybe 20. Let Michael Carter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? At least until Zach Wilson gets healthy. That's the best way to limit what Joe Flacco can mess up. Because he can be good, but he can mess up as well. And that's how we set up the play action and really mm-hmm. get Garrett Wilson a stud. Which I think I was on a call when I told you he, Garrett Wilson reminded me of Odell. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And he does. Like, he reminds me of Odell. So, I think that we should feed the ball to Brees Hall and let mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson cook up. We think about that. Yeah, no, I, I think you got to keep feeding the ball to Garrett Wilson. I think him and Elijah Moore are just going to be something really special. I think Corey Davis has played well this year. I think we have three legitimate weapons uh, that could be a number one or at least a high caliber number two on any team in the NFL. And I think that between Brees Hall and Michael Carter, I think they're both going to extend each other's careers. And Michael Carter, you know, last year he got a little banged up. And I think we will eventually, if we can start winning some games or get scoring some points early where the Jets can try to take some time off the clock, that's when I think you start seeing Brees Hall and you start running him up the gut and you start punishing teams and you let him like, I don't know. I see uh, Randilla in the chat. It says Brees passes the eye test. I couldn't agree more. I think he's absolutely going to be that guy. I think it's just a matter of the offensive line gelling right there. But brother, thank you so much for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Boys and girls, we got just 30 minutes left in the call-in show. Make sure you call in, hear your voices, uh, or I want to hear your voices. Oh, I know who this is. From Chris from Florida. Chris from Florida! What's good? It's time for a Jets fan rant! Yo, let's give it up! For the New York Jets, baby! Everybody stand up and give me a J-E-T-S! Jets! 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 Wow! <laughs> what a game! Dude, I was like screaming at the top of my lungs. My wife had Shay like sleeping in her arms. She's like, oh, this is so great. La, la, la. I'm just like, let's have go. Oh, <laughs> like beating my chest around the living room. She's like, what are you doing? Oh. Welcome to the Jet Fan Family Shay. This is one of hopefully many to come of your daddy screaming his head off. <laughs> Dude, I've missed talking shit for the longest time, so to finally have a game where I could just mouth off to the Browns fans, oh, it feels so good. Oh, I don't like chocolate, but brownies <laughs> never tasted so good in the taste of victory. Oh, <laughs> when you go ahead and you decide, and the dish, I'm sorry, I'm going to say all this, when they let when they let Corey Davis get that touchdown and you saw the defense lag on catching up to him, it was disrespectful and the team felt it. And like we all have been saying, this team is special. This mm-hmm. team is special. Braden Mann heard the noise. He said, I am a punter. They drafted me for a reason. Ashton Davis icing the game at the end. And then Garrett Wilson having the game of his life, people. Garrett Wilson got hurt. He said, get me back on that field, coach. I need to show some. And then he caught the ball as soon as he touches the field. And he says to the team out there, who you think you messing with? This is my team. Let's uh, go. Let's dude, go get how, high people. 
How good is this? These guys feel like they're fighting for each other. This feels like a team that you could be proud of. Like the last few years with Jamal Adams and Sam Darnold kind of having a little bit of the eh. Like this is a team I want to root for. If you can wind up having Zach Wilson come back and he starts having, if he could rip off like a 300-yard game, you could, you could just like, you see the quarterback do well. Then it's all going to start clicking. Believe in the culture. Believe in the system. Believe in the all gas, no brakes. 60%. All these quotes Robert Sala is, the team is showing appreciation and preaching for. And they are playing for their coaches, not just Sala, the coaches. Let's do this one more time. Brother, I love it so much. You are being ejected from the cockpit. Chris always bringing the energy. Absolutely love it on a Monday night. Boys and girls, if you're just hanging out, just hopping in, make sure you hit the like button. Always goes a long way. People wind up watching this after the fact. And it's always nice to see a few more likes on there uh, as it helps the channel grow. Do your part. Who we got? From Vinny. Oh, ho, ho, Vinny, how you doing, brother? Well, if you saw my shotgun on Twitter, you know how I'm doing. <laughs> I didn't see it, but, dude, that's awesome. Dude, that was such a great no. game. Great way to end it. Oh, yeah, no. I, I can tell you, when when uh, when Ashton Davis iced the game with the interception, I lifted my mother in the air. Oh, dude, the, the Ashton Davis interception had me jumping up and down. Like, literally, the, the minute we got the onside kick... I was like, okay, Jets are going to win this game. And you go down, you score a touchdown. I was like, we're going to get the extra point. It's fine. Not concerned. Kick it off. I'm not worried about Jacoby Brissett. And then Jacoby winds up having that run, and I'm like, I don't love that. <laughs> they got a little bit more time than I like. This makes me feel uncomfortable. I watch the ball go up, and I'm like, oh, my God, Ashton's coming down with it. Thank God. Thank oh God. Oh, my God. Oh, um, no, no. The best part about this game is not only the win, but – I love to see the mental hurdles Browns fans are trying to pull on Twitter for mm-hmm. explaining why Nick Chubb didn't ice the game. Oh, dude, he... Look, you can't blame Chubb for not icing the game. It's it's a shame on the coaches for not telling him about it, but just having Chubb, like... No, but like I said, the, the, no, the, no, the, the, mm-hmm. you're going to love this. One of them actually tried to argue is what if Jacoby Brissett fumbled in the victory formation? That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's the absurd. Whole point of the victory formation is to make sure it is impossible to fumble. If you fumble in victory formation, you shouldn't be playing on a uh, peewee football team. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Look, Chubb needs to it would have been tough. He would have had to try and fall within a yard and a half in a split second decision without having been told what was going on. Like, look, and you, look, if you see touchdown, you're thinking, okay, look, w- th- there's no reason to think that this isn't going to be a victory. Like all you need is your defense to not blow coverage. You need a, like a 5% chance of losing the onside kick. And then you need the Jets to go all the way down the field with no timeouts to score a touchdown. And then you have to hope that the Jets' defense prevents the Browns from going down the field. I mean, it was such an astronomically small chance. Yeah, I know, I know. But the, the, the best part about this game is this game shows you the Jets truly have changed. 
Because let's be real here. Mm -hmm. The Jets of old would let their mistakes consume them. You could make Mm -hmm. a thousand mistakes in the world against the old Jets, and it wouldn't matter because they could never capitalize on anything. Mm -hmm. It's a new team. It is a new team. You look at it. The Bengals are cold as ice. The Steelers Mm -hmm. have no offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Broncos look like a mess. There's a couple of games Boom! Vinny, you've been ejected from the cockpit. I like what you're saying, though. I don't disagree. Call from... AbLab Studios. AbLab! What's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Oh, man. How's your victory Monday, man? Oh, dude, it felt so good to go into work and actually be proud of this team. Like, legitimately excited. Like, I had, you know... I had a Lions fan come in. He goes, dude, when's the last time the Lions and the Jets won on the same day? I was like, I know. Fucking I never. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell I you. I was thinking the same thing, man, as I was scouring the internet, buying all of my extra Jets paraphernalia. They really got me this time. Every time they win, they're going to get somebody for me. Let me tell you something, oh, man. That's totally fine. Jet Nation. I'm going to talk to all Jets Nation right now, Ryan, if I may take control of the cockpit. Absolutely. The cockpit's yours. I don't want us to hang. Listen, guys, we can't hang our heads, man. All right? We got to enjoy this, and we can't get down on this team if we incur a a tough loss. We can pick it. We can pick it apart. That's the job for Ryan Greenbean and all the guys to kind of break it down for us and make sense out of it. But as a crew, these are new days, okay? We saw it. We felt it. Come on. When does it happen that we are down two scores and we get these comedy of errors that happens in our favor? And Dude, we have a coach that happens. comes out a week before and makes a bold statement about getting mm-hmm. receipts and how we're all down on him. I'm telling you guys, this it's not coincidence. This is destiny. It's Ugh. going to happen. I think next week we should have a really – I'd love to see this guy, Wilson. He broke out this week. I think next week is Brees Hall's turn with that defensive line. I don't know how the Bengals fare against the run. Mm-hmm. I think that our offensive line is gelling, and we should be able to get some creases in there for him to, you know, exhibit his patience and crack one. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you feel? Don't you feel like every time you saw him – you felt like he was going to break one, didn't you? It felt like our running backs in general, like I trust Michael Carter to make the catch out in space. I trust Brees Hall. It's just a matter of the offensive line. Like for me, it's the offensive line gelling that will prevent the the quick sacks. And I do feel like we have a better shot against the Bengals defense because they don't have those like insanely high caliber edge rushers that we had to see right. the first two weeks. And I think that... You know, each week this offensive line is going to grow. They're going to gel a little bit more. I just want to see this. Like, I want to stop seeing the self-inflected wounds. The Bengals are going to come in hot. Dude, they're pissed. They're they're 0-2. They've lost two games by three points. Like, they're going to try and come out and throttle us, especially after beating them last year. Yeah, and we can't get discouraged, hopefully, as a team, Mm -hmm. because we 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 may hit, you know, a couple of speed bumps there. But being that we're home, Everybody, all you guys, if you're going to the... Boom! That's it! You're out of here! I love it, AbLab. Saying some good shit. I like it. We got 22 minutes left in the call-in show. Who we got? Sam. Sam, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit! Hey, Ryan. I hope you're doing just as well as I am after the uh, 
not only a wonderful game we got to watch as Jet fans yesterday, but a hell of a day around the league. Dude, it was such good football. This whole like season has been really good. We've seen a ton of games within like three points of each other, and to watch the Jets like be competitive in two games in a row really feels good. Oh, it, it was beautiful. I honestly, I'm going to be real with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, as soon as I saw Cleveland go up that last or put you know their their last score on the board, yep. I'm like, screw this. You know, I, I go to my parents' <laughs> house for dinner on Sunday, so I'm like, I'm just going to go there and listen to it on the radio. Yep. And next thing I know, I hear we recover an onside kick, and I'm sitting in my car. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? What did I just so, do? <laughs> yeah. You know. You know what? Maybe it was me turning the game off. I don't know. But Dude, I, I've always felt the same way. Like, <laughs> oh man, you know, I, you know, I'm not watching, or, or I'm not doing something, and now all of a sudden we have an opportunity to possibly win. And then I'm like, I'm not going to turn it on. I'm going to wait to the end. Forget about it. So <laughs> I turn it on. We're going to, you know, throw a pick six or something like that. Yep. You're going to turn into the Jets then. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be You're going to turn back into a pumpkin. Yep. Ugh. Dude, what was I, your favorite part about yesterday's game? Who, my favorite part was all the guys that were called out on Twitter over the past week stepped their game up. It wasn't, I you know. I love it. It was just, you know, it was almost like following to Twitter and printing out, you know, mm-hmm. the receipts and showed the guys like, hey, look at our fan base talking shit about you. Step it up. You know, you're mm-hmm. better than this type of stuff. So I, I just love to see them all step up, make smart decisions, and, you know, play good enough football to win. Yeah, dude. I love seeing the 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 bulletin board material. Like, when I look at this draft class in particular, the three first-round picks, I would say Jermaine has had the least impact right away. Like, I mean, he had that one sack against Lamar, but I think Sauce has played well. I think Garrett Wilson yesterday was absolutely awesome. I think... You know, I'd have to really sit down and think about the other offensive players that I've seen around the league right now as far as rookies go. But, like, Garrett Wilson has a 100% possibility of being offensive rookie of the year. Because I don't think there's necessarily a quarterback. Like, Pickett's not getting a ton of snaps. It's going to be a non-quarterback this year that gets that, you know, The only, the only other one I can see is Drake London because he's putting up catches and yards, but it's nothing. Yeah, he's he yet. is good. I, I think it'll he, come down I mean, to one of those two receivers. He's really allowed to have down there because Arthur Smith came out and basically said, we're not going to use our fourth overall pick from the year before, which makes absolutely no sense to me. But What? I didn't see that at all. They're not trying yeah, to use he came pits? Out with the interview. He came out, he's like, I'm not here to, you know, he mentioned something about fantasy football, and he said, we're giving our team the best chance to win. Throw it to right. your pass-catching tight end, you drafted fourth overall. I like, don't think he's necessarily, like, poo-pooing on, uh, on pits, I think the dude's just as good of a receiver, if not better, than Drake London. It's going to be fascinating to watch. I think the I mean, the Falcons kind of could be trending up. They just got to figure out the quarterback. But, brother. I mean, I'm kind of salty. You're out of here! You've been ejected from the cockpit. Call from. Yo, what's up, my files? How you doing? Yeah. yeah. Am I, like... Am I in another world? Did we really come back and win that game yesterday? Dude, how often does this happen? It doesn't. That's the answer. I'm trying to understand and still process that. Like, what? <laughs> like, I understand we won. Like, I don't know though how we won. But I'll take it. I will take it. Dude, someone's watching out for us. <laughs> Nick Chubb, I am very happy that you did this again. Because he did this once before, and I think the team came back and won. I'm not sure. But he did score once before, though, and another team had a shot to win. But, hey, Dude, I want you to say manager uh, going into Cincinnati. 
That'd be great. That's what I want to see. I want to see a few sacks. I want Carl Lawson to pin his ears back. I want to actually have like a good pass rush game because I feel like this is an opportunity for them to do it. I feel like Mitch Trubisky or Pickett, whoever they decide to play, I think that's an opportunity for them to 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 have the pass rush. And then I think, what do we got? Tua after that. That game scares me. Hill and Waddle are no joke. I feel like for Tua, though, that just is one best game, and that's it. Like that was his career game. I Dude, I can't believe the time. I can't believe the Ravens blew that. That they were what thirty to seven at one point, or whatever that score was. It was like thirty-five to fourteen by the fourth quarter, and Tua just put on a clinic. Ugh, I don't know four touchdowns how? in the fourth quarter. Four. Dude, he's playing four way better. I shouldn't say quarter. he's playing way better. I think Waddle and Hill are like out of their mind. But Tua is playing far better than I would have thought he was would have played at this point in time. Tua, I'll give it to him though. That game was good for him, but I mm-hmm. think he's gonna down, especially when he plays us. He's definitely gonna be going down. Especially I hope Zach so. gonna be back by then too. That's gonna be fun to watch. Dude, I hope Zach comes in and he can actually start having some 300-yard games and we could see a little bit more wow factor from him. Oh, of course. How do you think Zach is going to play? That's the thing, though. Like, is he just going to come back, though? He's going to have some rust, or is he going to come back and just start slinging it? No, he's going to have some rust for sure. I mean, you think about game action. He played in two drives and looked awful against the Eagles in preseason, and now you got to come back after what's going to end up being a month and a half off. Like there's no way he's coming in and just slinging the rock right away. I'd be I would be very surprised. I guess the good thing is though that if he comes back for Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. they're playing against TJ Wattless defense. So that I'll helps that a whole lot. TJ Watt is the best pass rusher in the league, or at least like he's top five. Like the the guy's incredible. To not have him and to like especially with a suspect offensive line right now, like the Jets are like lucky right now. Can I just throw one thing in there? That Max Mitchell's actually playing better than Aquanu and Evan Neal right now? That's crazy to me. No way. I haven't watched any of those guys, but it's nice to... Uh... Yeah, I saw a stat line, though. If I find it, I'll send it to you on Twitter, if anything. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely send that over. I know my time's up right now, though, but yo, let's get it done this week, bro. That's all I ask. Let's, get, let's go to 2-1. Hell Twitter. yeah, my Viles. I love it, brother. Thank you so much for the call. You're out of here! Dude, Aquanu and Neal... Got Mitchell playing better? Fuck yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Boys and girls, you got three minutes on the clock. We got 15 minutes left in the call-in show. If you want to call in, phone number is on the screen. If you want your balls to feel really good, the promo code's up there. Uh, As long as I get a few people uh, redeeming the code, Manscaped likes me and they decide to continue sponsoring the channel. So if you've been thinking about it, and you want 20% off, make your balls feel good. Maybe you want to get some MILFs, some moms, specifically Zach Wilson's mom's friends. I heard that's how uh, how Zach got it. He used one of my promo codes. <laughs> uh, oh, my file sent me something on Twitter. Let's see. What did he send me? trying to pay attention Ooh, pro football focus grade comparison evan neal 44 6 
Ikemaquanu 45-3, Max Mitchell 52. Now, that's not great. But it's not bad. It's better than where they were. And I'm okay with that. That's all right. I was hoping for a little bit higher uh, higher number there. What are you guys saying in the chat? What's going on? What is going on? John Nolte says, Tua playing like he did in Alabama. Look, he's got two really good weapons. Waddle is filthy, and Tyreek Hill may be the best receiver in the NFL. Who we got? From these nuts, Jets fan. These nuts, what's up, dude? Welcome to yeah. the cockpit. Yo, listen, listen, man. Thank you for taking my call. I just want to say I watch all of your asthma, like all your whole your whole click. You know, dude, I no love such it. Thing as a fake, there's no such thing as a fake Jets fan. I try to donate to Asman's Asman show. My mm-hmm. tag comes up as these nuts. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm not sure why it's like it's attached to my Gmail. So I'm like, I thought he, he, I thought he thought I was a troll. I tried to give him five bucks. I got beat for like a dollar. Couldn't have my comment. I'm like, did I say something? What? You know, I, I wasn't sure, but I just want to say, listen, man, the, the, the reason I was calling is I was thinking about this today. All right, we're all mm-hmm. riding the high, but the elephants in the room, I want to talk about, let's mm-hmm. pretend we lost this game. Okay. Let's pretend, let's just pretend we lost this game for a second. I don't I don't mean lost it horribly. I mean just lost it. Let's just say we let's just even say we didn't recover the onside kick. Yep. That's simple. Everything we're talking about now, mm-hmm. the other things we're talking about. I watched the tape again and again and again at the you know, I'm just riding I'm riding the high. I'm going up. I spent the last like 8 or 9 hours you know dialing into the Cleveland Browns channels mm-hmm. just to watch their reactions, you know, in real time because mm-hmm. of their I just, it's a sick thing about me that, you know, they're like us, bro. They're like us. <laughs> they, they, they have the same pain as us, but at the same mm-hmm. time we were in their house. They have a better team on paper. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I'm just saying the elephants in the room to me were the obvious Joe Flacco still missing throws to Wilson. Now I know mm-hmm. they targeted him a bunch of times, whatever about his drop. He's a rookie. It's the second game. Yep. The first time, if you, if you look at the first game, he missed a lot, like wide open stuff. But see, that's where I feel like it's all right. Like if I'm losing games because of Joe Flacco, because of LaMarcus Joyner, like if those are the guys that cost us the game, they're not going to be here long term. Like I'm kind of okay with that. Like Garrett Wilson looks legit. Sauce looks legit. Carter looks legit. Brees looks legit. Elijah Moore is legit. Like I'm okay with some of that. Now, to your point, if we wind up losing yesterday's game, we don't get the onside kick. Like the Corey Davis touchdown to me, if we don't get the onside kick, that touchdown does not mean very much to me. I would come on here and yep. I would tell you, hey, yep. look, we, we wound up getting beat on the running game and we had a gift yep. of a touchdown that would have, uh, you know, just fluffed up the the points and the yardage towards the end of that game. And I would have said it didn't matter at all. But the fact that you got the onside kick and the team fought back and that last drive came back and we had that, you know, the third down, like the, the three and out that we had where Lawson gets the sack. Like there was enough things that happened in a row that give me confidence 
moving forward. It, it, you know what? You're, you're absolutely right. Because if the, if, if the situation, if the shoe was on the other foot, we'd be saying, hey, look at all this stuff. Oh, it was a series of unfortunate events. We'd be mm-hmm. saying that to ourselves. And they'd be saying, oh, you know what? We made it happen. We found a way to win. And that's mm-hmm. the difference. And I, it's big. And you know what? If we have to take a, a coin toss, a lucky, if you want to call it lucky, it wasn't lucky. Because in the final two minutes of this game, we did something that, that no other team has done. Boom! <laughs> he was saying some good stuff. I like it. Just ejecting you. Holy shit. Look at Buffalo. 41 to 7. Yo, Titans getting bounced. Their window. Has there been a window slammed shut harder than the Titans possibly winning that division? And look at Von Miller. Guy's an animal. I thought that was a gross overpay when they signed him, and I was incredibly wrong. Buffalo is a scary good team. They've been the best team for the last two years, and they should have won the Super Bowl last year. The fact that Josh Allen didn't get an opportunity in overtime, that to me is what's going to drive them to win a Super Bowl this year. Primetime television, hang 41 points on the division-winning Titans. Yo, go pound sand. They're like, yo, you're not going to stop us. We're just going to do what we want when we want. That's where I hope the Jets eventually wind up. From Billy from Greenfield. To accept, press. Yo, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, hey, how you doing, man? It's been a long time, long time listener. And I would love to, you know, bring the, um, bring the Jets. Jets energy that we have needed for so long. I was at the Dan Marino fake spike. Unfortunately, Ooh. I was also there at the Dennis Bird game. Oh, I was no. also at Islanders game when when they when he got better and he mm. was up there in, in the skybox. But man, hey, I just want to say I appreciate you very much and everything that you do. Thank you. And you know, uh, you know, I think Garrett Wilson is mm-hmm. by far Laverne's Coles. I want I wanted the the same freaking tattoos on the back of my bicep or tricep <laughs> that Santonio San, San Holmes no I'm, I'm not sorry I'm sorry Santana Moss, Moss and Lavernius Coles had but oh, yeah. you know what I'm glad I did because Garrett Wilson I think uh, hey you want you want a hot take and then I'm gonna hang up Boom. oh yeah let's go my hot take hot take and two. Fireman Ed mushed me one time against Denver when Lavernius rolled into the end zone right down the corner. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, I've been a Jets fan forever, dude. I was at the Green Bay when when they clinched that. Oh, dude, that was that that is my favorite game. That Green Bay game was incredible. We get Gary V on, and and that was a Ticketmaster ticket. I still got the stub. (laughs) I'm up up here in in NY right now. The stub is in is in Central America at the moment. Dude, I love but, that game. When when people ask me what game my favorite game is that I've ever dude, been to, I was at the Monday. That, dude. I was at the Monday Night Miracle, and it's always going to be the Green Bay game. Like we were not going to win the division. The Patriots wound up winning in overtime, and dude, that stadium felt like it was going to collapse. It was something else. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was it was one thousand percent like, um, and you know what. I love you, Stan. Thank you for having. I, I called up like three times, and I didn't expect to come through. <laughs> Dude, I'm glad you got through. It's awesome. And I appreciate you, brother. I see you got your Corona there. Oh yeah. And you know what? After Jets win, 
Mm-hmm. I think uh, – here's my hot take. Garrett Wilson is going to be the best receiver in the NFL. Dude, if he could turn okay. into like Justin Jefferson, I would lose my cool. Um, it would be so freaking awesome. More shifty. Dude, do you see the shit that he's doing? When, when, Incredible. When he busts when, when, when his hip and he oh, fell yeah. down. Uh, oh, that with, scared the, the shit out of me. The way he his body. And dude, he, he climbed he the ladder. The and, bro. Uh, hey, I love you. I love all your content. I love um, Jets Media. Peace. Dude, thank you so much for the call. Much You're appreciated, brother. We've got just five minutes left. Let's get one more phone call in here. Who, wa- who wants it? Who wants it? Talk to me. We're going to get offensive and rookie. Offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. It's going to happen. Looks like they got Malik Willis in for the Titans. He's going to get popped. Boom! Sit down, little boy! Yeah, man. What a tough game to come into for your first game. Oh, boy. Here we go. Who we got? From Cole. Yo, what's good, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Thanks for having me. Uh, sadly, I was sick for the game, but still watched it. went crazy. That was great. There you uh, go. But Sauce isn't getting enough appreciation. He only let up 33 yards. Look, people think he got, like, burned for 100. Yeah, it's like, it's interesting. I like, I, I feel like people f- – like, I've had a few comments now where people were like, oh, Sauce, like, you know, I want to see more from Sauce. It's like, well – like he's played well. Like aside from the one mistake where it looked like he was just in the wrong coverage and gave up a touchdown, which is totally on him for sure. But like he hasn't been beat when he's on the guy that he's supposed to cover. Yeah, I I feel like that was a bit fifty fifty with him and Whitehead though. I feel like it was a miscommunication. Mm-hmm. But what else? Uh, Sauce was on. Cooper for I'd say 90% of that game but they have to I feel like they should just make a scheme where he just goes man on his guy whenever I feel like they should like that like you have two lockdown corners like Reed has been awesome really like we what we've gotten out of him and I really like sauce like I love that the like the fact they're using sauce to cover Mark Andrews like I think you, you you have the opportunity to put him on the other team's best weapon do it yeah, it really is amazing what they're doing. But Ulbrich didn't do great this week, but LaFleur mm-hmm. definitely stepped it up. I love this play calling. He was mm-hmm. like very diverse this week. Yeah, I feel like it wasn't bad. Like there I feel like you have to play a certain style of defense when you go up against the Browns and you go up against the the Ravens. They run the ball so well that you have to kind of contain Lamar. You have to try and play contain on the running game. They threw a bunch of the screens to neutralize our pass rush. And I think you started seeing that a little bit with the Jets. Like you started seeing the quick like tight end chip. And then they was like, okay, I'm going to lob it to Conklin. And that's how you neutralize a pass rush. For me, I want to see this week, we should get three or four sacks, 100% with this offensive line that we're going to go against. Absolutely. I'm going to throw some out there. Jermaine Johnson, multi-sack game, and Clemens will get one of his own. Ooh, I would love that. I think Lawson's going to come out. I think he's going to get two sacks. And then I think yeah. we're going to get a few other. I hope Quinnen gets one. I'd like to see him snag a sack. Um, 
I just want to beat up on Burrow like really badly. Oh, I'd love to see that. Oh, that'd make my week. But <laughs> I also feel like if if Hall's averaging seven yards a carry, you got to run the ball more. You have like, to. It can, you have you can't to, be right? Throw forty-five passes a game. No, we can't like, see that. Brother, thank you so much for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Boys and girls, it has been a lot of fun. Thank you for all of you that have hung around and watched the uh, the entirety of this show while we're watching a little Monday Night Football. It's always greatly appreciated. But I think that's going to be it for me. Think I'm going to to catch some Z's. I gotta wake up early. I got a long day of work tomorrow. But we got the talking Jets panel coming back tomorrow. Coming back tomorrow. Myself, O'Leary, Greenbean, and we actually got Blue it on. Blue is gonna be coming in. I gotta reach out to him. He told me he was coming on last week. And then he lost his voice. I called him. He's like, all right, I can't talk. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for flying with me tonight. It's been a lot of fun. This is Jets Talk signing off. J-E-T-S.